0: We won't be intimidated by criminal threats. You know the first rule of combat? Shoot them before they shoot you. If it's a fight, you want fun! Why don't we end this once and for all? I don't want to die
1: yet! Are you sure about that?
0: Fire! Every Saturday night at midnight, Adult Swim's building you a, a better cartoon show. We call it Tsunami. All this man knows how to do is destroy. It's the man in red! He's the one you want! <laughs> well, look at that! Nothing happened! I thought I'd get blown to pieces! Does a word restraint mean anything to you? Hold it! This endless bloodletting has carried us all apart! Quite rad, wouldn't you agree? Of course you would!
2: Hello and welcome back to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, Toonami Retrospective. We have a very special episode today as we are covering the death and rebirth of Toonami 2008 and 2012. I am your host, Sketch, and joining me today, I have Paul Pasquillo, Hola. The Caboose Jr. The, the only one. (laughs) And the illustrious Chad Bonin.
3: I don't think you know what that word means.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Sounds Sounds hot. hot. (laughs) Hey,
5: every time Chad's around, I'm turned on, so continue.
3: I do have that effect on men, oddly enough.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jose can't stop shutting up about you. I mean, he won't shut up about you. I said that. Time. Well, I am wearing this shirt right now. Oh, how well, nice of you! Yeah, it's a CNN shirt, and it's yes, pink.
3: It of course. What else would I wear?
5: Exactly, the tsunami faithful podcast shirt.
3: I that's in my laundry bag.
2: But it's not pink. <laughs> no, it's not. We have to. We have to do something about that. Custom this. order one <laughs> Custom. Do I
5: really have to make a pink one now? Just for him. <sighs> well, if it's for Chad, I guess I could make one.
3: Ah, fine. (laughs) I have a standing rule. You buy me a shirt, I'll wear it. I have a uh, Chibi Chibi Moon shirt that was for a small linen Ah. size. I wore it at a con for about 20 minutes, I started losing circulation in my arms.
4: (laughs) Can't say no to free stuff. No, I cannot. (laughs)
2: Before we get into 2008, two very important uh, things that happened to Cartoon Network in 2007. Early in 2007, there was the uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie Bomb Scare in Boston, which caused Jim Samples to step down as the uh, the head of Cartoon Network, which uh, some would say is probably, probably truly the beginning of the end for Toonami on Cartoon Network, because the regime change definitely... Uh, put the screws to Toonami. And also Magoozy because later that year, r- around summer, Cartoon Network ended its long tradition of having afternoon action blocks when Magoozi was replaced by Master Control, which was mostly comedies, and didn't even last very long. And it's kind of been no block there ever since. It's a downer. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And now on to Toonami's 2008. As we entered the year, we were watching Double Cannon Naruto. It's quickly going to turn into filler. But at that point, it was still uh, the Sasuke Retrieval Arc. Also, Funimation One Piece at 10, and good old Dragon Ball Z Cell Saga at 10.30. And that was Toonami. A whole glorious two hours. Saturday night at 9, Toonami's grabbing hold and shaking some life into you. Two
0: hours of Naruto, One Piece, DBZ, and our collective love. Things are really gonna heat up. Still crazy after all these years. Bring them on! Toonami, Saturday night from 9 to 11.
2: Woohoo, sounds like fun! But only
0: Tsunami on
2: Cartoon Network. At the Cartoon Network up front that year, there was no mention of Toonami. There was mention that there would be action programming an action-adventure block on Friday night that would feature Star Wars The Clone Wars and Batman the Brave and the Bold, along with Ben 10 and The Secret Saturdays. The uh, first crushing blow to Toonami in 2008, Funimation One Piece left the air, the first week replaced by Bakugan Battle Brawlers. Ew. It was a truly terrible time to be alive but that lasted all but one episode and the following week it was replaced by blue dragon which was also airing saturday mornings there was a toonami promo for blue dragon that was the most untsunami toonami promo i think i have ever seen it did not i'm pretty sure it had the maguzi announcer and just end it with, watch Blue Dragon in Toonami. Ever want to be powerful or important? He got that right! That's
0: how Shu feels, and he's about to get his wish, times a thousand. Because Shu does have power, and he's about to become the most important boy around. Let's get him! With a little help from a shadow, the infamous Blue Dragon. Maybe help isn't the right word. What's going on? Check out Blue Dragon in Toonami, tonight at 10. You and your shadow. Don't mess with us. Oh,
2: Cartoon Network. Oh yeah. Awful, just, just awful. But that same <laughs> night, we also got Samurai Jack back on the block, which was nice. Restarted from the very beginning, and Blue Dragon quickly left after eight episodes for encore of uh, Ben 10 Alien Force, which, aside from the uh, Omnitrix movie the previous year was the first time a Ben 10 series had been on Toonami. They decided to do a lot of movies in July around the time that uh, Hellboy 2 and The Dark Knight were in theaters. The first week, they did a Superman Doomsday feature, which was heavily edited and aired without bumpers that were very... It didn't really air with Toonami bumpers. They They were just kind of generic. And the next week, Toonami Extended... A little bit, so that it could play a Hellboy double feature. And then the following week, Toonami extended a lot, with a uh, airing of Batman Return uh Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, around the time the Dark Knight was in theaters, and the Cartoon Network premiere of the second Naruto movie, Legend of the Stone of jell
0: Tsunami presents the ultimate double feature. First, the most deranged mm-hmm. villain in Gotham is back for revenge. Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker. Oh, yeah. That when a race of super beings attack Hidden Sand Village, Naruto must try and stop an all-out war. Stand and fight! Legend of the Stone of Jalal. Let's go! Return of the Joker, followed by an all-new Naruto movie, starting Saturday at 5.30 on Cartoon Network.
2: Along with the regular lineup, so that was actually 5.30 p.m. until 11.00, the longest tsunami had been other than Full Cycle. That was even longer than the night when they extended to 6 p.m. for uh, Birth of Evil Samurai Jack. And the week after that, I guess they wanted to keep with the Batman movies because they played Sub-Zero. Which extended Toonami 7.30 to 11 p.m. And, well, the honeymoon was over at that point. There were no more extended tsunami blocks we reverted to the lineup that was double Filler Naruto, Ben 10 Alien Force reruns, and Samurai Jack reruns. Which, all things considered, wasn't a bad block, but it was pretty much reruns and not super great Naruto episodes that still did well, particularly the episode which alluded to the possibility of Naruto dying. (laughs) I guess people wanted to see Naruto die. And... Then, Adult Swim Action on Saturday nights lost, uh, I want to say, two or three hours of its time. They ended up moving Bleach to the front of Adult Swim on Saturday nights at 11 p.m., followed by reruns of Fullmetal Alchemist, which has always done well. And then that encore at 4 a.m., and they stuck Moribito and Code Geass at the 5 a.m. hour. Because both of them had done terrible. But you know. They didn't really get promotion. So that probably played a factor. So even before. Toonami went off the air. Adult Swim Action. Had the screws put to it. It eventually got. That time back and. Slowly grew from. 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. To get back midnight. But. More about that later. Finally, on September 20th, 2008, at Anime Weekend Atlanta, Cartoon Network was there, and they announced the cancellation of Toonami. And the final broadcast aired later that night. There was kind of an eerie silence with no voiceover for the Samurai Jack Bumpers, the last show on the block. And then there was a special goodbye message from Tom 4.0. I'm sure we all remember it. Well, this is the end, beautiful friends.
0: After more than 11 years, this is Toonami's final broadcast. It's been a lot of fun, and we'd like to thank each and every one of you who've made this journey with us. Toonami wouldn't have been anything without you. Hopefully, we've left you with some good memories. So, until we meet again... Stay gold.
2: Bang. And that was Toonami's 2008. Went out with a whimper, really. Uh, Ugh. Very Now, Chad, here. you were at that panel. so
3: Yes, I was. So what was that uh, like? Well, you know, obviously Turner is based in Atlanta, so set the scene i think the panel was like at 11 a.m or something saturday morning early for a con usually you're waking up with a hangover at noon and like the panel was at 11 and he had a friend get there and 11 to 5 no one's there 11, to, 11 10, no one's there and it gets to the point where the uh i guess the people who are running the room for the con they decided to throw on a bootleg copy of the second Hellboy movie to kill time. And that gets about five minutes into it. And I basically, I guess they're not showing up. Started to leave when uh, someone showed up. And it wasn't Sean. It wasn't Jason. It wasn't anybody from the current Toonami crew. I don't know who it was. Uh, and they basically showed up. And they apologized for the wait. And they basically announced the You Are Here block. Is that the correct name of it? You Are Here? Sort of. No. And they showed off some previews of, I think, Star Wars, Clone Wars, and uh, other stuff. Fusion Fall was big at the time. They're basically like, all right, well, you know, we got a little bad news. Tonight will be Toonami's last airing. And you could hear like an audible gasp in the audience because, you know, Tsunami. And I was running my site, Gaijin Site, at the time, and... I started hammering out a uh, message or a post about it just to get the news out real quick. And I also texted one of the guys from TuneZone so they could get an article up. And I want to say one of the guys called me there. Uh, and basically, you know, the day went on. They didn't They didn't say at the panel, we asked them, like, are you guys doing anything special? They said, we, we can't say. Just watch it tonight. You're going to want to watch it tonight. So... That night, you know, it's Saturday night at convention. Most parties are going on. I almost got in a. I almost got in a car accident. But since I stayed in the hotel room from nine to eleven, I uh, missed one. And I watched tsunami. And I honestly hadn't really watched it regularly right at that point because the lineup was nothing I was interested in.
5: Same here. So mm-hmm. I went
3: through. Yeah. So what was it was a two Narutos, a Ben Ten, and a Samurai Jack. Then Samurai Jack, uh, you know, ended and we got the infamous, this is the final tsunami speech with the final bang. And then I made my way to a party, drank heavily, cried a little bit and probably threw up, I think. This is what we do when we lose a loved one. Drink heavily and cry mm. and then throw up.
2: <laughs> it's all part of the healing process.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the seven stages of grief. Yeah. Drink heavily stages. and cry.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was in, I was in high school when that that happened, so I couldn't drink yet. <laughs> I so was
3: twenty-three, I, so I was drinking.
4: I, I did cry, but I mean, that's about it. Because it was
3: like a good friend was leaving you. Mm-hmm.
4: It it was. You you don't really appreciate something until it's gone. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: That was the con, and they're like, "Oh, the tsunami's over." It was still on. Yes, it was still on. And that was my uh, experience with it.
5: Yeah, it's kind of a somber move. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I at that point, I think a lot of us had seen it coming. The writing was on the wall, and uh, at at that point, it was it was kind of a combination of oh, well, that, that stinks. They they should have done something. It didn't have to end. But at the same time, I was like, ah, I guess it's probably good that it did end. Because you, you kind of wonder what may have became of it if it stuck around.
4: I I definitely didn't see it coming at all. I, I was just too stupid back in the day. So I'm like, I'm thinking it's still doing okay. Ben 10, eh, whatever but
2: that wasn't quite at the height of my uh, point of being a cynical (laughs) fan
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. that was
2: a little bit afterwards that that was kind of at the point when i was like all right i get it this won't last it's over the thing that made me mad is it they they definitely could have they definitely could have salvaged it if they really wanted to but it they just they didn't want to and that's that's really all there was to it. There was no more love for *Tsunami* except for the people who were working on it. And Chad, yeah. I,
5: I have a question, real quick, Chad. Was so this was this was something that was totally at the last minute, like it just happened, or was this something that like was planned all along? What's that?
2: Well, considering like it of- had to be animated, I, I oh yeah yeah I would
3: think yeah, they I mean, they needed to because. He's gone on record to say, like, you know, writing was on the wall. They knew ahead of time enough to prepare, mm-hmm. right. but they didn't. Just from being around this, you know, scene at the time, they didn't let any concrete knowledge know until that con that day.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, no mention of anything so they, at the upfront. So they
5: probably knew ahead of they knew ahead of time, but they just didn't tell anybody. And then this hap- for fans, it happened at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. God. So you couldn't even, back in the day then, you couldn't even really react to tsunami ending because you wouldn't have known.
3: No. Until the end. I so. mean, there is seriously, what, a, not even a 10, a, about a 10-hour headway.
2: Yeah. Jesus. Which was enough for people to know to tune in. And... I wonder what the ratings were like that last night. I don't think. I'm sure, you probably kind of. Huh. Oh, yeah, maybe... I think at least the Naruto episode made uh, made the top charts for uh, teenage viewers, twelve to seventeen, or or what have you. And that's you know that's kind of the problem. We kept seeing Naruto scoring really well with teenagers, but it just did not compare to other network shows with kids. And that I would have to figure that they felt like the Toonami audience was growing up and kids just weren't that interested. So they wanted a fresh slate and that's what they did.
5: And I, and I do think that the idea maybe because Toonami is such a popular, I don't want to say like product, so to speak, but it's a, it's a popular block that I think that they always envisioned would come back in some fashion or form. Because you know, a lot of us have theorized that, you know, yeah, they canceled *Tsunami*, but you know, they were pretty much waiting for a chance to resurrect it somehow. Because you know, that was one of the properties that never got written off. It, it's always been there, just sitting there. You know, I mean, as you'll as you'll talk between 2008 and 2012, there were some shows that could have easily been on *Tsunami*. Oh, given tsunami, given oh, yeah. tsunami life definitely but it was it was like they were waiting for the right moment and the right place to put tsunami in order mm-hmm. to come back as we'll, we'll talk about here coming up
4: mm-hmm. and I, I want to expand on that um, I I, re, I actually remember on the Cartoon Network website that they actually added tsunami in the show's section great right. uh, and they actually put up some like actual promos and whatnot. Like the intro, I think I don't think they put up the ending maybe for it. They may have. I'm not entirely sure. I'm just
3: saying, I really enjoyed that year or two where tsunami was only existing internationally. And you could go on the Thailand website, I think. Thailand or Korea, and see, oh, they have Bokinger and Ultraman.
2: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm uh, sure. It was uh, Philippines. tsunami yeah the
3: yes. Philippines,
5: yes well think about it now like you have toonami on adult swim here and then a huge part of asia is toonami asia mm-hmm. so i mean obviously toonami is that popular of a product that
2: mm-hmm. you know
5: even overseas you can see it now
2: i think the word you're looking for is brand
5: brand yes brand is what i'm looking for um i'm trying to think there's i think there's a toonami in pakistan if i remember correctly um, and then there was something that tsunami was just came on some other country too pra, uh, Thailand lights. okay all right so, so it's just basically tsunami Asia one over there
2: yeah it may not be exactly oh. the same feed but it's it's pretty much the same okay
5: thing. all right well then there as far as I know
2: so, I mean <laughs> there's there's very limited information about it <laughs> well we have we have open
5: communications with tsunami Asia so mm-hmm I guess we'll have to make that conversation.
2: The thing is, they easily, easily could have continued Toonami. They they were in a lull period because they didn't have shows that really suited Toonami. They had Naruto, and they had Ben right. 10 Alien Force. And they never re- I think they never really felt like the original Ben 10 was the right material for Toonami. No, no. No, no, no,
5: not at all.
2: So they didn't put that on there. But that was really their only action show that they were that Cartoon Network was producing for a couple of years they didn't have any DC shows between uh, Justice League Unlimited and uh, Teen Titans ending and the show that I'm about to mention so there was definitely a period where they didn't they just didn't have the shows and I almost wonder if if they didn't have Satch Bell they didn't have Bobo Bo Naruto and One Piece, these long shows, what even would they have played? True. So when they picked up those shows in two thousand five, they they were generally securing their future for the next two three years, and they uh, honestly they got burned a lot. Uh, those Viz shows, Prince of Tennis, Mare, even though they didn't do a good job airing them on air, and they seemingly did all right on Jetstream they just had too many shows not not pulling the numbers and i'm sure that all played a factor in them thinking that one they weren't going to pick up any more non-toyetic anime and two they just didn't need toonami anymore right so on the end of toonami a uh, couple weeks later they launched you are here a friday night action block Friday's used to be the comedy night, but that had since moved to Thursday's. And now Friday was the action premiere block, and it featured the likes of The Secret Saturday's, which is a, a cool, kind of retro-ish, send-up to old Hanna-Barbera action cartoons. Similar yeah. in a way that Venture Brothers is, but this this is family-friendly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I
4: actually like Secret Saturdays. Yeah, it was
2: a good it was a good show. It it felt very retro. And another show that felt very retro, that premiered uh, not the same week but a couple weeks later, Batman: The Brave and the Bold, which uh, well I should mention that the Batman actually continued airing on Kids WB for for a time. It made it to five seasons, but for some reason Cartoon Network never played beyond the second, and Boomerang never played beyond the third. So that could have been a show that that Toonami would have been able to play, but for whatever reason didn't. But right after that ended, they started this Brave and the Bold show, which was campy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, Brave
3: and the Bold, I didn't. From what I understand, I haven't sat down much, but it's yeah. Silver Age Batman. It is exactly. It's, it is
2: Silver Age Batman. I
3: like, don't miss Batman, Silver Age Batman. You like Brave and the Bold?
2: Yeah. So it it was a little hard to get into for some folks, and other folks liked it right away. But overall, I'd say it was a really fantastic show. So it's a shame that it never was allowed to air on Toonami. And of course, Star Wars The Clone Wars, which we eventually did see on Toonami, that launched Mm -hmm. uh, with the Friday Night Block, and that was the marquee show of the block.
4: Of course. I actually really enjoyed You Are Here. Like it, it, definitely had the tsunami feel to it. I mean, heck, they even got Peter Cullen to voice some promos for it. Yeah, and they definitely used a lot of the music that. Mm, oh yeah, they used yeah, they the definitely block. did. Oh yeah, Pelican City, Christovo.
5: I don't remember if we ever
4: asked Jason if they were involved in that at all. They they were.
2: Uh, Sean Ekins was. Sean Ekins uh, and his crew worked on You Are Here. And I think another reason why they got rid of Toonami because it didn't really fit with their their nudes brand that they were starting at that point. They they certainly could have made a Tom nude, but they they didn't. And you are here is all finding good, but you you almost wonder why they canceled Toonami when they did because Saturday nights they started playing action flicks. That was the name of the block. And that consisted of the DC direct-to-video movies such as uh, uh, Batman Gotham Knights, Justice League, New Frontier, actually Doctor Strange, the Marvel animated movie played, I completely forgot about that, and Naruto movies, and that is also where Naruto was airing after Toonami was cancelled. So you kind of wonder, why wasn't that Toonami? Hmm. I guess they just they just wanted to move on, but they had those action movies and wanted to play them, and that admittedly did not last very long. But it was nice while it lasted. Cartoon Network, uh, despite losing tsunami, certainly had a lot of action programming going on those uh, those couple of months, and Adult Swim action got back its regular. sort sort of regular time frame and the that was the point when they stopped encoring part of yeah encoring half of saturday and they started playing adult swim action from 1 a.m to 6 a.m
0: stop crying adult swim is here to put your life back together again i can feel it it's working move out It wasn't me who was wrong. It was the world. 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. All anime. All
2: the time. But really just for Saturday during those hours.
1: Long live Japan! Long live
2: Japan! And then it expanded to include Midnight later on. uh, Partially with the help of Star Wars The Clone Wars, actually. But getting back to November... With the absence of Toonami, Gundam returned to American television. Gundam 00 aired on SyFy's Anna Monday Block, which earlier in the year aired Gurren Lagan, which was a show that we honestly really wanted to see on Toonami or Adult Swim. And I think with a little bit of editing, it probably could have worked on Toonami. But it definitely could have aired on Adult Swim. hmm but for some reason Bandai decided to hand those rights over to manga entertainment for the block on sci-fi. And also around that time, Kids W V, uh well the C Kids CW or CW I, I forget what it was called at that point. But, kids
5: WB, CWB, whatever. Yeah,
2: the the CW network had kids CW or or whatever it was called, <laughs> when it was still partially under Warner's control, uh, Warner stepped out of the Saturday morning cartoon game, and Four Kids Entertainment picked up that time slot. Starting uh, CW Four Kids. Which briefly held on to some of those programs, but the kind of the main thing with that is DC Animation moved, uh, pretty much exclusively to Cartoon Network at that point um yeah at that point it was was exclusively on Cartoon Network even though that consisted of reruns of Teen Titans and Brave and the Bold I think maybe Justice League was airing on Boomerang still at that point and the Batman occasionally Now, at this point, Adult Swim Action's pretty much running on fumes with only Bleach and Moribito premieres. Code Geass R2 finished up, and they, as I mentioned, they, they brought those back to sort of not-so-horrible time slots, but still, they just they didn't really... They, they just wanted to let Action do its thing and fill some space. It, it wasn't... It was a very, very low priority, particularly in 2009. And uh, actually, also in 2009, Adult Swim gained the 10 p.m. hour and started playing King of the Hill. Early in 2009, Cartoon Network phased out Naruto. As I mentioned, it was airing on Action Flicks Night, and that made it so it would air every other week, depending on the length of the movie. And that just slowly slowly ended i believe it was off by february and they played a couple of reruns before taking it off entirely and early in january began uh, naruto shippuden's streaming on viz.com the naruto websites and crunchyroll which then became simulcasting naruto shippuden as it aired in japan and this this was a big thing this was really the first time that that shows were getting a big push with streaming now. Now, Viz, obviously, they worked with Toonami on Jetstream, which actually closed its doors early in 2009 and was still on Cartoon Network's website a little while after Toonami went off the air. And now Toonami Jetstream was gone, but Viz had had prior experience with streaming shows and decided to go it on their own. And they did so with Naruto Shippuden. And that, it really changed everything as far as distribution of anime goes in America. That, uh, that was the catalyst that led to many other shows getting simulcast, including One Piece, uh, a couple years later. And pretty much, uh, slowly but surely, we got to the point where almost everything that aired in japan was getting simulcast and it all kind of all kind of started after tsunami went off the air that's that's interesting and i recall a at one point saying that we we want to be tsunami for this generation which was kind of a lofty thing to say but i digress now another big thing happening with Cartoon Network in two thousand and nine was the CN real agenda, which
4: oh no uh,
2: the less said about that, the better. but it slowly but surely chipped away at the time slots for action programming, live action taking over action programming time slots. It's still action guys. <laughs> no. And in the fall of 2009, Naruto Shippuden found a broadcast home on Disney XD. Uh, Well, it certainly wasn't as uncensored as it was on Cartoon Network as Naruto. I still feel like initially they treated it very well. They gave it a big push, uh, put it in prime time, gave it multiple reruns. But as with pretty much all things, that did not last long. And it was uh, done before 100 episodes. Slowly phased out. Probably because Disney bought Marvel not too long after they started playing Ship It In on Disney XD. So all future Marvel series went to Disney XD. And that was around the point where it seemed like television networks related to Disney and Warner, Turner, and Viacom... They really wanted to just focus on their own properties rather than acquisitions. Some of them still had acquisitions just to fill hours, but particularly Cartoon Network, they, they didn't really need action acquisitions because they had enough of their own shows to fill hours with, plus the DC shows. Around that time, Viacom bought Ninja Turtles and developed their series that was launch in uh, 2012. And Adult Swim Action actually amped up its programming in uh, 2010. They licensed Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which was a duh, of course, which was Uh actually the first Funimation series licensed since Shin-Chan did not quite uh, pan out. And they also got Kakaishi, which I always felt... Definitely would have aired on Toonami had Toonami still existed. And uh, I'll just go ahead and uh, blast through the rest of these. Uh, ben 10 Ultimate Alien and Generator Rex started on Friday nights. Dragon Ball Z Kai was uh, Nicktoons. And they gave that a big push. Certainly initially. And milked it for pretty much all it was worth for its first two seasons. And 4Kids block. And it did a Toonami... Esque resurface as Toonzai and their streaming site Toonzaki, and in <laughs> September of 2010, we had Symbionic Titan on Cartoon Network, which of course eventually aired on Toonami. And that year in October, the Hub launched, and Hasbro had moved all of its shows to that network with GI Joe Renegades, Transformers Prime. Uh, They picked up Deltora Quest from Dentsu, I think, which is an anime series. And also Batman Beyond reruns. And that was the beginning of their usage of DC properties. They eventually played Batman and Superman. And Cartoon Network launched Young Justice toward the end of that year, 2010, also on Friday nights. And Adult Swim gained 9 p.m., for its continued success, which really sucked for uh, the action programming on Cartoon Network because You Are Here, I think it was still called You Are Here at that point, they lost an hour, which meant that they had to push Symbionic Titan first to Wednesday nights with the live action shows, which was a terrible choice, and then to Saturday mornings when that didn't pan out and that was really adult swim kind of was uh, adult swim gaining hours was really kind of the beginning of the end for cartoon network's prime time action it just could not seem to to stabilize and disney channel was beating them hard every week and it was it was pretty abysmal so of course eventually that all fell apart and Adult Swim action gained uh, Ra. They really scaled back on premieres at that point. They, they got Kikaishian Full Metal Brotherhood in 2010. They didn't get a new show until 2011, along with uh, new episodes of Bleach. So they got Ra, which was Anaplex of America's first dub. That's a significant point there. And G4 briefly played the Marvel anime produced by Sony. Around the time that Sci-Fi ended, it's NA Monday block, which had already moved to Tuesday and then to Thursday due to lack of performance and not doing as well as wrestling. And that summer of 2011, Cartoon Network launched The Thundercats, which eventually aired on Toonami. And later that year, Green Lantern, the animated series, got a preview in November before coming back the next year. And action, indeed, left Friday primetime and was largely relegated to Saturday mornings, along with the launch of the DC Nation block on March 17th, which continued Green Lantern and Young Justice. And that was kind of a broad spectrum of all the action programming that was happening around that time. Uh, Nickelodeon was developing The Legend of Korra, which would launch uh, shortly after... The April Fool's stunt that we're about to talk about. And at this point, all through this this time, fandom was definitely keeping Toonami alive. At least in our hearts. There, there were still fan sites. There were both legitimate and less legitimate means to reminisce Toonami. <laughs> less, less said the better, I suppose. And there was also uh, Neo Toonami. Which was a huge fan effort, where they they wanted to recreate the Toonami authentic afternoon experience, and they made the bumpers, they did Tom animations, and it was actually pretty solid. But
4: it was very well presented. Yeah, it, it was. I really like it.
2: I mean, there were there were people that just streamed Toonami shows and played the old bumpers, and you know that's that's nice and nostalgic and everything, and yeah. highly illegal. But Neo Tsunami actually put effort into what they were doing, so props to them for that. There were some cool people, but they closed up shop shortly thereafter because we finally got some good news. What was it? That tell me that fateful night, uh, April at
4: the edge yeah. of my seat, April first, twenty twelve. The room. Oh man.
0: swim i got the results of the test back
2: i definitely have april fools what we expected was the room what we got was a full-on nostalgic tsunami block it started with bleach but then continued on to classic dragon ball z gundam wing an episode of tenshi muyo from the third ova so that that actually wasn't truly nostalgic but i digress uh, an episode of outlaw star an episode of the first season of big o which had not been seen on air in quite a while because they lost the rights to it a yu yu haka show gloriously presented in hd uh, an episode of blue submarine number no. six trigun which never aired on tsunami but whatever <laughs> classic astro boy again never aired on Tsunami, but whatever i i think that that was definitely yes, Lazo's did. influence.
3: It aired during uh, Giant Robot Week, didn't
2: it? No, that was Gigantor. That was Gigantor. Oh. So they also played Gigantor. Right? And this was all made possible pretty much on a whim from uh, Mike Lazo, saying, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we, we did Toonami again for one night? I don't know the specifics of, uh, of that per se, but they decided, hey, well, maybe we can really, really do this and do it well, and and who knows what might come out of it. So they did it, and they they got help from Funimation and Bandai and write stuff, and they promoted all of their shows in return. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really an amazing night. Uh, that was, soccercon happened that weekend. No, maybe it was uh, Emerald City Comic Con, one of those that year. I got home from that and. Gundam Wing was on, and I, I didn't even I just I didn't even know what 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 I was seeing. It was, it was crazy to me that that was happening. How how was the rest of your reactions?
3: I was hanging out at my friend's house on the heavily heavily impro- implied rumors on Twitter to watch it, and we watched it, and then my friends went off to their neighbor's hot tub and then i figured okay everything's going to be online so i went off to my friend's hot tub and called it a night it was kind of awesome though yeah i really loved it (laughs) it's kind of a big deal
4: yeah it definitely was (laughs) for me i i I really feel embarrassed because i watched a little bit of bleach and like i didn't know Toonami was on like i just saw bleach i'm like oh okay adult swim action sure whatever then I saw an actual Tsunami bumper. So I'm like, whatever. And then I went to sleep. And I woke up the morning and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> and I looked online and then I'm like, oh, dear God, what have I done? I was just really, really upset at myself. All right.
2: You're not, you're not a 90s kid. That was the night no 90s kid slept.
4: <sighs>
3: <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Before... I was
4: very upset. <laughs>
3: Between the time it was on and it was off, I would occasionally have a dream that I, like, woke up at, like, 4 a.m. And for some reason they were airing *Tsunami* at 4 a.m. because they could.
4: <laughs> well, so I, it's I was,
3: like, I wake up in, was... like, the first two minutes, I'm like, did, did Toonami
4: play last night?
3: No, I have not watched cartoon No. Okay, what the hell? It was, like, a vaguely recurring dream.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I usually have a recurring dream of the intruder. That's it's very weird it, like, it changes every single time though yeah. just, I know exactly what happens
2: mm-hmm.
4: You just can't avoid it
2: Needless to say uh, Twitter blew up uh, When I realized what was happening I, I was lucky enough to have both feeds On my uh, cable provider at the time So I switched to the West Coast feed And watched it live And Wow Pretty, <laughs> pretty crazy you lucky bastard! Very and then I recorded it all, of course, so I could, I could show my friend the, the next time he was over. It's like, dude, they mm-hmm. played Toonami. <laughs> this is so cool. And now I feel I should uh, acquiesce the floor to Paul.
5: Hmm. Ah, two thousand
2: twelve. <laughs> what a wonderful year! What a wonderful year for
5: all of us. It was a time that uh, I think a lot of us. We're preparing to make sure that Toonami was not going anywhere and Toonami would come back some way, shape, or form somewhere. Um, obviously, because Adult Swim had played it, we wanted it to be on Toonami. Obviously, we somehow all found each other on Twitter. From there, it was just basically history. We were able to bring Toonami back, and pretty much that's why it's here today. 2012 was the year when, shortly after that, uh, TsunamiFaithful dot com was born. Um, that same month that Tsunami was actually came back, it was a shell <laughs> of where I wanted it to be, so to speak. But I gotta it start worked somewhere. Mm-hmm. It worked for what it was. Mm. You know, as some of these people that are on this podcast will tell you, my mind of how I want things and how it actually turns out is not exactly the way it ends up at first. So. You know, it, it was it was what it was at that point. And
1: mm. it,
5: it was still a way for us to branch out and give people, you know, news and everything like that so that people were still up to date on not just what happened with April Fool's, but obviously it, as Toonami began, being able to have a way to put out the promos, be able to have a way to... Uh, talk about the news talk about the ratings which you know led us to doing the tsunami faithful podcast in the first place because well i wanted something that we could do on a weekly basis that would update people and say hey this is what happened yeah and
2: jose didn't want to do video editing every week
5: (laughs) (laughs) yes he got very annoyed by me just asking
2: that i feel we're getting Um, ahead of ourselves here so after april 1st adult swim put it out there do you want Toonami back? And the response was tremendous. They got rolling with a bring back Toonami hashtag. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty sure I may have been one of the first people to do hashtag bring back tsunami. It's hard to find proof of that, certainly now, but I think so.
5: Well, I mean, everybody was on board at that point. Um...
2: I mean, that was before even Adult Swim said... Do you want it back? Hashtag bring back <laughs> Tunami. I don't know. I I may be taking undue credit, but eh.
4: <laughs> I, I definitely didn't really do much tweeting until like they were like, hey, do you really want it back? And then, then I was like, okay, I'll just start doing sprinkling in that hashtag with any the tweets I would do. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I would say, let's see, Tsunami continuously trended Saturday night into Sunday, Sunday into Monday. And I think it might have continued to trend almost into Tuesday. But um, (laughs) at that point, I was like, all right, let's let's ramp this shit up and let's start, you know, getting this shit done. Because, you know, it was, (laughs) you know, uh, I don't know about anybody else, but it was just like, no, this isn't going anywhere. No, 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 no.
4: No, this has (laughs) to happen.
5: Oh, no, 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 no. yeah. yeah it, it has to happen. It's not going anywhere. This
4: you is you nice. don't tease me like that. Yeah, <laughs>
5: exactly. <laughs> don't tease me and then expect me to go, oh, that was that was just such a
2: nice... Oh, that, that was nice. To... That, that was nice, guys, to do that one last time.
5: Yeah. It's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Honestly, you know, if that was all it ever was, I wouldn't have been mad, per se, but Adult Swim action was was really felt like it was on its last legs. They hadn't picked up a show since Dura Ra the year before. And like I was saying, even though they kind of ramped up their uh, acquisitions in two thousand ten, by ramp up, I mean pick up two more shows and add more bleach. <laughs> so Adult Swim action was really really not a high priority, and it it seemed like the ratings were were getting bad. And people stopped caring, barely any promotion whatsoever. So right. they they really needed this because, let's be honest here. Even in, in its heyday, Adult Swim Action wasn't an iconic brand, and no. you just don't you don't get that kind of advertiser support from uh, from Adult Swim Action right. that you can with Toonami, and I'm sure that played well, I- a big part.
5: Well, I mean, going back to what we were saying in the beginning of this,
2: you know, it, it felt
5: like that the, the thing the, coming back to Toonami and, you know, as we all started coming together and maybe I'm kind of jumping a little bit ahead of myself in this retrospective. But, you know, the feeling was always that, again, that they were just waiting. Turner was just waiting to figure out what the perfect time would be to bring back the Toonami brand so to speak. And, you know, once, and ironically, it's funny because everybody thought that Laszlo hated anime. <laughs>
2: yeah. Mike uh, Laszlo loves anime. Don't, don't be right. stupid.
5: So, you know, and that's, that's another thing that we should know. You know, Mike Laszlo was according to the stories that have been told to us by Jason, you know,
2: he's the reason it, it happened.
5: It, he's the, he reason is he both happened. the
2: reason that Toonami exists and also the reason that it came back.
5: Correct. And, you know, I, I think that it's, it's interesting to see that, you know, here's a guy that was like, okay, we could do anything with April fools that we wanted to do. You know, they could do their little cat faces. <laughs> they could bring back space, Ghost coast to coast if they wanted to for a night. Hell, they could even have the Brack show <laughs> if they fucking wanted to, you know? Um, but instead, Lazo goes, eh, "We got tsunamis sitting over here. It's not doing anything. Why don't we see what we can do with this?" And you know, just like everybody else, all of a sudden, they're like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> they're like,
2: um... "I guess we got something okay. here, guys." <laughs> yes, I I have contemplated oh. if if say in two thousand eight, if if they had just moved Toonami to Adult Swim then, I don't, I don't think... Well, on one hand, we may have at least gotten Naruto Shippen in much sooner and may have gotten One Piece back on the air sooner. Uh, I honestly don't think it would have made nearly as much of an impact. It'd be just like, oh, *Tsunami* moved. Cool. That's still on. But those, those years without Toonami and the change of the, the television landscape... And then we come to 2012 and people wanted it back they really wanted it back they they cared after many years of not caring and that that all played an important part the audience that watched toonami's final years were now adults that's another big factor in there 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 were no kids coming into that audience because action animation was essentially getting phased out on cartoon network and other networks at least to a notable extent that uh bubble of action animation along with the anime bubble that that just popped and it never quite reached the heights that it once did because everything's goes in a cycle in television and
3: time is a flat circle
2: yeah and uh, <laughs> action animation was was really on the downturn, all things considered. And then, Toonami came back, and and people people were really excited about the prospects. And uh, on uh, May sixteenth, at their upfront presentation, Adult Swim announced that Toonami would return on Saturday nights, airing uh, new acquired programming and reruns and that well we were all pretty elated i think (laughs) oh
1: yes
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh man we did it everything's coming up to nami (laughs) fans that was pretty freaking exciting and the announcement that it would launch a mere 10 days after that was it was pretty insane because of course by then since we have been waiting since April, obviously we didn't want to wait any longer.
4: Of course it's it's amazing like how fast that they were actually able to put it all together. Well, I mean I agree. like making a whole new Tom, new absolution well, I, I, well it's not really new. it's just like resing yeah, like the current one that they had, but still, it looks tremendous and like
2: it did it did it looked really good.
4: It's just like a beefed-up version of what they had in 2004. hmm
2: Which was one of my favorite looks of the block, I must admit. And they bring back Tsunami and in in short order. And I think that was very important. If they had let it sit until, let's say, later in the summer or fall, the momentum it just would've... wouldn't have been there.
4: Yeah, exactly. probably not, no.
2: So even though they kind of had to bring it back together with, with scraps let's be honest yes with enough money to animate a little bit of tom walking in there and uh the spaceship the absolution right and enough money to get two new shows that's that's what they had to work with and some would argue they should have waited until they could have had more money but i i don't think so i think they had to start when they did and they had to slowly grow it back, mm-hmm. and incidentally, they they did grow it back. I wouldn't say slowly. I'd say fairly quickly, all things considered.
4: Maybe. I mean, if you can if you can compare like the way the block was from like '97, whenever it first started, exactly. and 2012, you could definitely tell like.
3: Significantly less Johnny Quest.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With significantly Thank less God. Johnny Quest. Yeah. And no Thundercats quite yet.
5: Close. Not
3: yet.
2: So oh, on May twenty sixth.
3: That was my, my birthday was two days later. Oh nice. That so was a birthday present for me.
2: Early birthday present. I like it.
3: This year it's at my thirtieth birthday is at MomoCon. So
5: wow. So oh you're so there. Oh, you're we're drinking. going, we're going streaking in the
2: quad. <laughs> Stree- streak- streaking, really? That's that's what you're going with. They're streaking in the quad. I just had to say it. Sorry. Oh, oh boy. that's oh, a
3: boy.
5: one God existed. <laughs> no, we'll we'll run through the quad saying, You know he's back, bitches. Been here for three years, but it's back.
2: Apparently, yeah, some man. people still don't realize that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Running into people who are like, "Tsunami's on!" Oh,
4: DB's like,
3: It's like schedule clip on YouTube.
2: Yeah, it's. I know. Honestly, at this point, the I think the only people who don't know are people who just don't pay attention to television in general. Which is fair. A lot of people don't pay attention to television in general anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you this: I was one of those early cord cutters
2: who
3: yeah. ever cared for a cable subscription because the days of Netflix and Hulu were here. Yeah, hey, yeah. guess who got Sling TV just to watch Toonami? <laughs> there you go. This guy.
2: So, again, on May 26th, two days before Chad's birthday, Toonami was back, <laughs> bitches. Which is apparently a hashtag start- that could not trend because you can't swear in hashtags.
4: No. <laughs> And I start my long global conquest of domination. Oh yes, he
2: did. (laughs) Where he started recording the entire tsunami blocks to get all of the bumpers, all of the intros, all all the everything, all the everything.
5: (laughs) Hey, I was doing that too.
2: Yeah, you were initially.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I was, but it became harder and harder and harder to do, especially. That's what she said.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, especially with what I had, so.
4: Yeah. Yep. For me, over time it became easier and easier. I mean, now I can like, if a bumper gets screwed up, I can use on demand and re-record it, like the following morning. It's definitely cheating, <laughs> but I don't care.
2: So, Toonami had been revived as a three-hour block, running twelve to three, and three to six with a repeat and that was clearly done because they they couldn't possibly have handled a six hour block at the time they they definitely had to scale down because that would have been so much work
3: well they had a six hour block
2: yeah well they did but they didn't have to make bumpers for everything after 3 a.m it was all just a repeat which was kind of a bummer because they definitely had some shows that that went off the air that they maybe could have kept playing, but I digress. The initial lineup was a bit perplexing, to say the least. Obviously, they had Bleach. Bleach was the uh, poster child of Adult Swim action and and the breadwinner, so they had to have Bleach. Mm -hmm. But the first two pickups were Dead Man Wonderland, a series that had not been released on DVD yet. And was pretty pretty fresh out of Japan. And Cash and Sins, which was an older title from uh, the uh, Funimation Backlog. And those were the new with shows. A, and a bargain bin. Yeah, <laughs> bargain bin indeed. Most likely <laughs> a package and- deal.
5: <laughs> Obviously.
2: <laughs> and along with that, they kept Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, which was in second gig at the time. And at long last, Cowboy Bebop on Toonami, which was something that Sean and Jason wanted way back when, but were not allowed to do because of content. It was all humble, but pretty good block, all things considered. It, it definitely was not what people were expecting. Uh, people, people were expecting Dragon Ball Z.
4: <laughs> Where's DBZ?
2: They were expecting uh, old classic shows like what they played on the nostalgic... April 1st night. Certainly we're hoping for the likes of Outlaw Star and Yu Yu Hakusho mm-hmm. and are still hoping for the likes of Outlaw Star and Yu Yu Hakusho. And we're also... Didn't they say mm-hmm.
3: yeah. they, like, if Outlaw Star was available, they'd give it a shot?
2: You know, they say that, but I kind of wonder actually, why why wasn't it available the first year? Because they were able to uh, work with Bandai to be able to play Eureka 7 again. Uh, Bandai being Bandai. Uh yeah, that, that is that is definitely a possibility. They can be like, alright, you you could play Eureka Seven, but now nah, you're gonna have to pay for Outlaw Star. <laughs> Plus they would have uh, that's the other thing. They would have needed to pay for uh, uncut tapes for Outlaw Star. You I think know. they probably yeah. also
3: saw a better chance for profit from Eureka 7 because that had many more spin offs and movies
2: and that is true episodes that they could sell on dvd the other show that i was kind of wondering why they didn't go for that instead was gundam wing because jason always says he, he loves him some gundam wing and they have uncut tapes of that but for whatever reason they eh. It, it, it probably made more sense and they also wanted to maybe not play shows that they already played i distinctly remember them saying that which rubbed a lot of people wrong <laughs> for a while folks folks weren't so happy about that because obviously they they wanted nostalgia that's what they came in for that's what they expected and they weren't getting much nostalgia beyond tom and that kind of bummed a lot of them out i think overall it was best to to start fresh maybe maybe not with those particular shows but it all worked out and i personally had never seen catherine sin so i was rather enjoying watching it and Dead Man wonderland lots of people like that and mm-hmm. still do and that's why it's airing again <laughs> Deadman Wonderland in particular, that really uh, made it clear that this this wasn't your little brother's tsunami.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, the very first bumper, you hear bleep. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, all right. Times, they
3: were a changing.
2: We all kind of just had to accept that uh, this was going to be a different Toonami experience, but still very much a Toonami experience. And there were a lot of detractors saying that it's just Adult Swim action with a Toonami wrapper. And, yeah, that's mostly true. But I would argue Adult Swim Action basically came out of what Toonami was, so it's kind of coming full cycle. Full circle, actually. (laughs) Full cycle was something else that was glorious (laughs) that I wish I remembered better. (laughs) So with this humble three-hour block, Toonami returns, and we're all really pushing, hoping for... uh, bigger and, and brighter things later on uh, about 12 weeks after launch they pick up samurai 7 which was quite a bit of a surprise but one of the shows that they wanted to play back in the day on adult swim but they were outbid by ifc <laughs> and Samurai seven for its uh, anime commitment <laughs> yeah I don't even remember when IFC stopped playing anime but it was it was it was before 2008 I feel there were lots of other uh, late nights anime blocks there was tech TV G4s anime block there was IFC's offerings there was fuse TVs offerings all kinds of stuff that was less tsunami inspired more adult swim inspired i would say because they definitely were not aiming for kids <laughs> and as the year progressed tsunami was doing pretty well but it, it was it was it was just doing okay and we were honestly very concerned that it would get pulled that year and uh very concerned. There, was, there was that big uh, <laughs> hashtag watch Toonami push mm-hmm then the fall came, it- and we expanded to a six-hour block, adding Symbionic Titan and Thundercats from the Cartoon Network stock, which is oh. the uh, mm-hmm. the first two Cartoon Network holdovers that were added to the block, which really made it feel more like Toonami for a lot of people. It made
5: it feel campy.
2: And on the uh, DST hour Edition. uh, They brought back Inuyasha, which had been previously pulled. Now that's a show that they probably should have kept playing. (laughs) Honestly, even if it meant taking off Ghost in the Shell or Bebop for a bit, they they definitely should have had Inuyasha on that initial lineup, because people were definitely asking for Final Act. When Toonami started up, they were asking for Kai. They were asking for Shippuden, One Piece, and Final Act along with the likes of Yu Yu Hakusho and Zatch Bell, of all shows, Uh I recall. So they definitely should have had Inuyasha. And I kind of wonder if they lost the rights to it temporarily, or if they just took it off. Because they brought it back, they got new tapes, they brought it back and they played the initial episodes uncensored for the first time, because they were previously censored. But... It's possible that they still had it over that time. I guess we'll never really know. But Inuyasha came back, and thank goodness for that, because it really helped out the back end. People people like their Inuyasha. And again, we have a case of a show that they wanted to have on Toonami back in the day, finally airing on Toonami. And personally, I always wanted to have Bleach on Toonami when it was... Announced that it was coming to America. It was like, yeah, Bleach Tsunami. It'd be great. It's perfect. And it ended up on Adult Swim, and I was more than a little perturbed. (laughs) But finally, many years later, six years later, I got what I wanted.
4: (laughs) Mm, Close enough. Yeah,
2: And also on the uh, DST night, they They sort of teased all the way back, uh, all the way back then they they started teasing essentially the uh, the grander scope story of Toonami that they will be telling us later this year in Intruder 2 and the comic tie in Mm -hmm. when they had Tom 5.0 talk to Tom 4.0. Wait, it was uh, 3.5. 3. 3. 5. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, 3.5. <laughs> Sketch, are, are you okay?
2: Right, right, it was Tom 3.5, which which was confusing. Mm-hmm. Very confusing. I was like, wait. I thought that was Tom. There's multiple Toms? They have multiple personalities? What what's going on? Dun, dun, dun. Crisis on Infinite Toms. Crisis Does that on mean the- Crisis on card- Infinite Tsunamis. <laughs>
3: Is there a Cartoon Network multiverse? Uh, or is it just part of the DC multiverse because it's owned by the same company?
2: Yeah, who knows?
3: Are we going to start claiming hyper crisis with this? It's all part of Grant Morrison's scheme to make comic books self-sentient. <laughs> That's a thing. Grant Morrison is insane, but we love him for it.
2: <laughs> when Casher and Sins ended, we gained Tenshi Muyo GXP. Which kind of follows the the line of, of Toonami sort of giving people what they wanted, but not really.
3: <laughs> I like GXP. I don't yeah. love it, but I like GXP.
2: And also following the line of Toonami, giving you a nostalgic experience without playing something that they already played before. Which I feel uh, was definitely the case with Thundercats tenchi gxp and uh a few other things but tenchi muyo gxp uh honestly they really should have just left that at 1 a.m instead of trying to put it directly after bleach because it was gonna move anyway uh maybe they didn't know what was coming next immediately at that time but it just that that created a lot of sudden movements and that was that was really too bad
5: well, I, I kind of, not again, not to skip ahead, but I, I kind of think that they knew that they were going to end up with uh, Naruto shipping in some point, or they were hoping at least, and that's why they they picked up on Naruto. Well, because, yeah. well, because I think it was I think it was just like a placeholder, and obviously people love the series. Obviously. Maybe. maybe. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> I'm sure
2: that they definitely wanted Naruto to ship it in, but it was still locked up at Disney XD at the time. So they probably thought, well, in the meantime, we can get Naruto. Right. So they did. And they were yeah, probably. able to play the first 52 episodes uncut, which honestly, that's really all they needed to play because after episode 52 or even before that, the Cartoon Network broadcast was largely uncensored. There were a few scenes that, that got some censorship, but it was it was pretty uncensored overall after the first season. To this day, I don't understand why we had to have that stupid dub opening on Adult Swim Toonami. <laughs> it really ticked me off. Why didn't they replace that with a Toonami custom? Ugh... But I digress. Yes. Bleach went into reruns, and I'm guessing Viz was like, hey, we'll we'll give you a good deal on Naruto to to make sure Bleach stays where it is. Right. And it did. It stayed in the top slot and honestly didn't do too bad in reruns. But I honestly feel like Toonami wouldn't have lasted very long on Adult Swim if not for picking up Naruto because that definitely boosted the ratings along with Thundercats. And kind of the overall experience of 2012, they they brought back weekly videos or semi-weekly videos, intersiduals, they had... Goodies. Uh, goodies. They often call them goodies. Intersiduals, which to this day, I can't find a spell checker that agrees with. <laughs> it's like it's not a real word or something. And we got Tom speeches. We got the rerun speech. We got a bunch of speeches. The rerun speech, of course, was a, a nice uh, throwback. throwback. But, you know, that the timing of that one wasn't so great because at the time, no. half of Toonami was new. <laughs> uh-huh. They should have maybe waited on that one, but oh well. It It's still the second half of that about securing the future was definitely true so it was nice to see a throwback to that but yeah 2012 was humble beginnings but very exciting all of the the weekly videos really d- displayed the personality of toonami and gave us something cool to watch every week uh, i will open up the floor to the rest of y'all
3: oh my god the floor opened and i fell through
5: Ah, no, Chad, don't go trap door. Uh, Well, I'll let you two go first.
3: Well, I can (laughs) safely say my viewing habits have changed, which with much of America, we're now a culture that you know, content on demand more than anything. Uh, most of my watching of stuff is Netflix, Hulu. DVDs and Blu-rays I need to review or you know, the small, giant backlog of stuff I've bought over the years and need to watch. It's very rare for me to watch something when it airs, especially when you're blessed with not having commercials on Netflix, which is one of those things, yeah, I understand that's how the business runs, but as an American, I want to complain about things that make sense.
2: Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I will tell you, I mean... I was excited to hear that Cartoon Network and Adult Swim were part of the Sling TV package. Sling TV, if you don't know, is Dish's standalone streaming service of 12 to 15-something channels that uh, you subscribe to. You don't have to have a cable subscription. You can get Cartoon Network, AMC coming soon, ESPN for some reason. You can get these channels on the go. And I've done it once or twice so far. I happen to be home. I've turned on Sling TV and watched Toonami on uh, my iPad because I haven't released an app yet for anything other than my computer. Um, So it's getting me back into doing watching some live television. Now, I'll tell you right now, I'm not following any of the shows on Toonami. That's just because my tastes have really changed, but I'm going to have it as background noise as much as I can. And I'm so glad it's back. And that period was, I don't know, thats I was in my 20s. That's a time where your daily life changes yearly. So
5: right, uh, while I
3: missed it, it wasn't like an ever-present absence.
4: Go ahead, please. Uh Well, a little bit, uh, I mean, to go back in 2008, whenever it ended, like, I I was really, really depressed back then. And I, I lost a lot. Of, I lost a lot of things back whenever. And like, I lost my cat. I lost my grandfather. I lost a whole bunch of people. And then the block ended. And I'm like, oh, no. And I was just really upset. But then, you know, that small little hope that it, the block would come back. And it just came back. So then, ever since then, Ever since it um, came back in 2012, I have not missed a single airing at all. Not just because of what I do. Um, It's just out of, like, fear that I don't want it to go away again. Even though I know it won't go away for a long time because it's going really, really strong. Even now with the recent cut of the reruns. But, I mean, I've, I've definitely – I'm never going to stop watching it. And it's just – it's always going to be right here in my chest, right. my heart.
5: <laughs> For me, I was a huge Tsunami fan. guess um, and to bring together both 2008 and 2012 in a sense. You know, 2008, you know, I was one of those people that, again – like Chad had said, you know, I kind of, you know, eh, I was in and out of Toonami because, you know, there were some shows that I just didn't like, you know, I just couldn't get into. And then all of a sudden, I find out, I'm like, where, where the fuck did Toonami go? And I see on the, I see on YouTube that there's this, you know, farewell world video. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, really? Like, how did this happen? Like, this was just like last minute. And, you know, now to this day, we know that it it was last minute, at least for the fans. So for me, on April 1st, when I saw Toonami come up on the screen on Adult Swim, and I nearly woke up all all the people that were in my house screaming, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it became my mission from that day on to help whatever way I could to make sure Toonami was on the air. You know, I've had some... We've had some... Lessons We've learned some good lessons over the, over these past couple years. For me, 2012 was not just special, but it, it showed how many people, you know, when you put out a product, when you put out something that helps, well, in this case, Tsunami, the brand that, that you know, we all know and love, you know, it, it shows how many people will actually continue to follow you along for the ride, you know, and... Even to this day, I'm, I'm glad that people are still there. You know, We're
3: only see. following you for the ride because we're waiting for the inevitable car crash.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: well, thank you, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> if we could put a GoPro right behind you and live it out like a Grand Theft Auto, see how much damage I can take before the car explodes, we would do that. Wear a seatbelt. Well, I- <laughs> <laughs> and well, it's out of love.
5: Yeah, I know. And, and you know, luckily, luckily, you know, I think we've come to a point where we've been able to, you know, minimize anything bad from happening. Thank God. Um, and again, like like I said back then, it was <laughs> the way the website looked like in 2012. I was like, I don't know if I can deal with this. <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, I hope we can change this because this is just not going to work going forward. I don't know about you guys. If you guys remember the site before when I think it was the bulletin that we used, it was just like, it was like, okay, this, this works. This is great. But then I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, we need to find something different because this is just not going to work. Tacky. It's not, it it's like, yeah, it was tacky. I mean, it, it, it was, I mean, it worked good for the forums, but then it was just like, no, no. <laughs> Like the main site's got to look a lot better. It's got to look very sleek. It's got to look like it looks today. I, I will say, you know, it, it, because of the feedback that we got back then, which I wish we got that feedback now, you know, we were able to build the site that we have. And I was able to bring more people in because I felt comfortable with where it was. Because I, I, that, that's one thing I need to let people know. Back in 2012, I didn't like, because I didn't like the way the site was, I only had a small circle of people. Sketch slid in kind of around the time, I would say just before we, we switched over to the new site. Probably a little bit more before
2: then. Yeah, so, somewhere around then.
5: Yeah, and you know, it, it, again, it was he can tell you, you know, it it was just a small group because of what was going on, and I wanted to make sure that when before I brought more people on board and brought more faithful into the loop into the into this site that i had envisioned and built i wanted to make sure it was more of a sleek design so i think i I wanted to make that point too because it was you know a lot of people thought i was just being a dick or something but that wasn't the case i just didn't like the design i was just like yeah i gotta I, i gotta wait until i get what i want and then i can bring more people in because I'm not going to have somebody write for a site that looks like something from the 90s. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... You're talking about Toonami
2: wanna... fan sites always look like something from the 90s.
4: Oh, God. <laughs> Them's fighting words. <laughs>
2: oh, you know well. exactly what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> But at this point, I'd like to read a couple of emails, but uh, due to our recording time, I will be doing that by myself separately and we will insert it here. Enjoy.
0: Eleven years and counting. Raise your hand if you are alive during Toonami's launch.
2: Our first email comes from Frank Fullmetal. Hey guys, 2005 to 2008 are the years of Cartoon Network Toonami that I remember the most vividly. I was in the 5th grade when Naruto first came on and I remember how fascinated I was with the show. I loved the story, the lore, all the different jutsu, the wealth of the characters, and the incredible fights. I tuned in for the show every week and made sure to have my VCR scheduled to record it just in case I wasn't going to be able to watch. I must have missed the final week of Toonami because I remember trying to watch my recording one week after the block's cancellation and Naruto was nowhere to be found. I kept checking TV Guide for a month or two afterwards and was so upset to find Naruto and Tsunami nowhere to be found. It was a sad time for me as a fan of Naruto and Tsunami. Most of us disliked Tom 4.0, but Tom 4.0 was better than No Tom and I really wanted the block back. In the meantime, I caught up with the Naruto manga and watched the simulcast of Shippuden when it came out. Tsunami introduced me to one of my favorite series of all time. When Toonami came back in 2012, there was so much hype for it. I had never used Twitter before, and being part of the hashtag Bring Back Toonami campaign was amazing. It was so great to finally have the block back and have it introduce me to new shows. When Toonami went off the air, I never knew that Adult Swim action existed, so Toonami introduced me to yet another one of my favorite shows, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Toonami was about midway through the show when it came back, So I caught up on FMAB on Netflix, and came to love the show with its awesome story, deep characters, great animation, and wonderful music. I was so pumped to stay up for an hour of FMAB from 3 to 4 when Toonami expanded to 6am. It was great to have Toonami back with great packaging like the Amazing Samurai 7 promo, still one of my favorites of the revival, and the True Story music video, and the Tom speeches. Sorry for the long email, but I had a lot to say since I haven't sent one of these in prior weeks. Thanks, guys, and take care. Thanks for sharing, Frank. Uh, You know, I think we all have that one or two or several shows that Toonami introduced us to that we possibly may never have heard of otherwise. I'm kind of surprised that you hadn't heard of Adult Swim Action by then. I, I don't know how young you were, but then again, around that time, Adult Swim Action didn't really get much promotion, so I suppose it's actually pretty easy not to notice that it existed. That's uh, kind of the good thing about Toonami is that it's, even though a lot of people don't realize that Toonami's on, certainly a lot more people realize that Toonami's on than people realized that Adult Swim was playing action cartoons and anime. I must confess that even though I was pretty hyped for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, I decided to wait for the dub, and then I saw one episode of the dub and just stopped watching, so it wasn't until Toonami came back and they were putting that on the regular lineup that I decided to watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and I also caught up using uh, Netflix and also Hulu, because not all the episodes were on Netflix, but the dub was on Hulu. Good show. I'm um, glad that Toonami was able to introduce you to it. And now we have an email from Rogue Soul Reaper. The death of Toonami is something I remember quite well. I was watching the first of the two episodes of Naruto, so I did what I always did when the commercial came on, which was checking next week's schedule. I was shocked to find there wasn't anything there. I merely assumed it was a one-off thing. That is, of course, until Tom's final monologue. That was, by all accounts, a day-ruiner for me. Don't judge me, but I think I cried a little. It's okay. I think we all cried a little. <laughs> At least on the inside. You see, I grew up homeschooled, meaning I didn't have many friends, so tsunami was a big part of my life. When it got cancelled, a little part of me died. Little known fact, twice the Toonami opening played on CN after it got cancelled. I almost threw my remote at the bloody TV when I realized it was an error. I had not heard that, actually. As for its glorious return to the airwaves, I remember that, too. I'm a fan of Bleach, so I tuned in, as always, on that fateful night. I cannot put into words the joy I felt when I heard Tom again. Sadly, I used Logic, which dictated that AS couldn't have possibly gotten DBZ since Nick had the rights to it. I thought the bumpers were for nostalgia only, so I turned off my TV after Bleach. Little did I know what I was missing. I with a very heavy heart, and with a huge regret, did not participate in hashtag back My reasoning was, many things like that have failed, and I didn't want to get my hopes up. I said, if it comes back, it comes back, but I've been faithfully watching and sporadically tweeting for Toonami, since it really came back. Well, those are my memories. Sorry if it's long, but I had a lot to say on the matter. Stay gold. Hmm, I'll have to look into the Toonami intro playing. I guess I didn't really pay much attention to Cartoon Network beyond that point, though I did watch action flicks, so I'm kind of wondering when erroneously that opening may have played. Man, you really missed out by uh. You, you and Caboose really missed out by not tuning in for the rest of that night. Uh, well, At least you got to see the bumpers, right? Well, that does it for our emails this time. Please feel free to continue sending in your emails with your thoughts on Toonami up to this point. Yes, I will accept emails for any year up to this point. So you can basically consider it any year up to the resurrection of Toonami as well as all the way up to 2013 now. So please, send in your thoughts on Toonami, your memories. Don't be afraid to get personal. Toonami meant a lot to a lot of different people. So if you care to share, we would be happy to read your thoughts. And with that, I return you to the rest of the show. And we're back. You happy now? I'd like to thank Junior and Chad and Paul for joining me for this.
3: Thank you for having me.
2: Definitely appreciated.
5: Thank you guys for coming on.
3: Can I plug something?
2: Absolutely.
3: Oh, sure. I want to plug something. And you guys are some of the first people I've mentioned this to. So you almost have a, almost have a tsunami Faithful exclusive here. Woo! Cool. So March 17th is clearly an important day the tsunami and therefore it's an important day to me other than the green beer that invariably will go bad <laughs> <laughs> i am hopefully on track launching to are on track to launch some sort of comic on march thir- 17th Ooh, uh it's called the shadow baby you can Follow me on Twitter, at Chad Bonin. I'll be talking about it. There's also at The Shadow Baby, which will be dedicated to it. I'm working with a great artist, Kelly Lee Miller, on it. Uh, There's no heavy schedule. The goal is to post a few pages online for free, fill it out with some extra content, some exclusive stuff, and then basically have a monthly comic, a bi-monthly comic or such, depending on time frame, and budget, and all that. Uh, I'll just say this. If you like superhero stories when they have a good amount of romance in them, you will like this, I hope. Please, 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 please buy my stuff. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs>
4: so that's me. All right? And Caboose,
2: where can they find you?
4: Uh, you can find me at Caboose Jr., at uh, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube. Keeping it all centralized. Nice and easy.
3: Mm. I heard I can find you on the YouTubes and watch all the Toonamis. Yes.
2: Yeah. All the Toonamis, except for the actual show. And,
5: wait, wait, wait. And now he's part of the tsunami Digital Arsenal.
2: Yeah. That's right. With good
5: old
4: Tyler.
2: ToonamiArsenal.com. Yeah.
4: It's a work in to- progress. It's a whip. Upgrading wit- the site. Have you guys had Tyler yet?
2: I would love to have Tyler. I haven't, haven't gotten a hold of him yet i i should definitely get him soon (laughs) beefy doesn't beefy doesn't want to come on (laughs) well that does it for this episode and the toonami retrospective next time we will be covering 2013 and oh what a year it was
3: hey so long ago (laughs) yeah i know (laughs)
2: We're gonna we're gonna do a retrospective on 2014. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh
5: yes.
3: We were still watching Power Rangers Megaforce back then. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> oh what a huge disappointment Chet. that was. I don't
5: know anything about Megaforce. What are you talking
2: about? Okay.
4: <laughs>
2: we're out.
3: Bye.
4: Peace. I'm Audi out. If I'm foul.
0: So here's the deal. Life doesn't always want to be your friend. Sometimes it'll feel like life wants to hurt you. That was a powder. But you can't just hide, because nobody likes a quitter. I'll go first. You gotta take chances. This fire isn't gonna stop me. They never said it was gonna be fun or easy. Whether you're totally ready. You least expect it. Doesn't matter. Life will punch you right in the face. Your resistance is futile. Now you can lie there for a second, cry a little if you need to, but get back on your feet. Cause it's the getting back up that counts. That's what shows you've got heart. That's what helps keep you going. Hit me with everything you've got. Fall down seven times, get up eight. I don't want to go down. Not without a fight. No, we'll be right there with you. Wake up, be all that you can be. Call tsunami. Adult uh, Swim.